What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the TK Sportscast, where week two happened, and I'm joined again by Bobby, Bobby Bowman. How's everybody doing today? So week two, week two got underway last night. We're going to start with uh, Monday Night Football and Aaron Rodgers, and well, we just, I just have to say, I the was... show? Yeah, I, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I told Bobby that I thought Aaron Rodgers was done, Aaron Rodgers was washed, and he comes out and gets 255 yards and four touchdowns. But then Smokes again, them. yeah, it is the Lions, so I don't know how much faith you want to really put in it's Aaron Rodgers. It's still Rogers. four touchdowns and it is still four 300 touchdowns. yards, you said? Yeah. yeah. Two, 255, 255, which still... It's, no picks. No picks, I know. No picks. But... And they do have that good young corner they drafted last year. The Lions, Jeff, uh, what's his name? Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda. Yeah. I mean, then again, but this, to be fair, I said this in, like, the second quarter when the Lions were up, like, or it was tied 14-14, and Jared Goff, it looked like Jared Goff was, like, outperforming Aaron Rodgers for yeah, a second. Yeah, that, that second half switched. Yeah, real quick, too. But, so does this really mean that Green Bay's back? I don't know. I, I need to see who they play next week. I'm looking at it now. But they play San Francisco. So, that should be a good game. San Francisco's got a stout defense. Philly lost, and it was a defensive slugout. But yeah. And we'll t- we'll talk about that later on when we go into each of our games. I mean, I'm overall I'm happy with how the Patriots I bet. played. I bet. I bet. <laughs> the Patriots defense specifically, not really. I mean, Mac Jones played okay, and we'll get into it later. But the defense just terrorized Zach Wilson. But so going back into well, now kind of flipping over to the team that Green Bay lost to Week One. The Saints got crushed by the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And so my real question is, and if I look up the stats, Jameis Winston had 111 yards and two interceptions, while Sam Darnold had two passing touchdowns, 305 yards, and a pick. Yeah, I think I think Jameis Winston had a wake-up call against yeah. Carolina. Carolina's defense, I think, is highly slept on. Yeah. Their defense is really not that bad. Their defense isn't bad, but the defense is also young, which is yeah. – important too especially yeah. for them because they have Carolina's an up-and-coming team oh yeah I think sure. I think they definitely are a playoff contender this year mm-hmm. I don't know about winning their division or anything but no. I, I think they're a strong wild card well I don't here's here's my thought on Carolina Carolina could sneak into the playoffs I I agree with that but on the other hand they're not going to win the division because Tom Brady has just been crushing it with yeah Tampa Bay in the first two weeks but but so my question for you, Bobby, is is this just like one fluke game, or is Jameis Winston Win- showing that he's not consistent? Jameis Winston hasn't been consistent his whole career. Yeah, I that don't is see. True. I don't see how it's going to change in New Orleans. I mean, I like the kid. Don't get me wrong; he's a good. I mean, I like his. He's he's a funny guy. I like the locker room <laughs> presence, yeah. but uh, I just I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. And yeah. so I think New Orleans is definitely gonna have to look in the draft for a quarterback this year. Yeah, and I and I'll and I'll second that actually. I feel like, well, next week the Saints play, the Patriots, in New England. I don't think he wins. I don't think he wins New England. I think that's another disappointing loss. Yeah. And then again, I'm not gonna say yes or no. I'll give my predictions, or we'll give our predictions on Friday, about who we think is gonna win and all that. But then, so. My whole problem with Jameis Winston, someone, our friend, um, 
Deshaun said, he he says that Jameis Winston is like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He could give you five touchdowns one game, and then the next game he'll give you like five interceptions and play like like terrible. Well, I would still rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick than damn yeah. Jameis Winston. I'm be That's honest fair. with you. Yeah, that I is think, fair. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has got hasn't really got a chance to lead a football team other than the Jets. And then the Jets did not have that good of a squad around him. If you remember the year he took the Jets to the playoffs, their number one wide receiver was Eric Decker. It yeah. Was, it was so old. Yeah. It was, it was nuts. That was, so, this was like, this was, that was like I Eric Decker's like. I think if there was one player's career I would want to see redone, and that would be Ryan Fitzpatrick and put him on a solid team where he doesn't get traded every other year. He's got a chance to really build connections with those receivers. I think mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick would have had a decent career. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that, but now he's hurt for Washington. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it, Which is a whole other issue, but but now flipping come back. Maybe I don't know, but here's on the flip side of that: New Orleans, Carolina. Sam Darnold has really surprised me in the first two weeks. Yeah. Yet again, the Jets, man. I there's no. I remember I said this to a lot of people. I said I don't think like sure New York. The Jets can draft a quarterback. They can draft Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, whoever. But I feel like you give Sam Darnold another chance, another year, to under a new quarterback and all that, or under a new coach and all that, and they just didn't. And I'm like, now he's showing out. First game, revenge game against the Jets, blows him out. Now, in this game, he blows out the Saints who just, everyone thought like, oh, are yet the again, Saints good? He's, he has played against the Jets, and he's played against the Saints. The Saints team who beat the Packers. The Saints did beat the Packers, but I also think that had... A lot more to do with Rodgers with, than... With Rodgers. Yeah, than, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. But, so, then again, Sam Darnold plays... The Panthers play the Texans on Thursday Night Football. Panthers should win that. Panthers should win that. But... They don't even, they don't even have Tyrod Taylor. It's the third-string quarterback that's starting that game. They should go mm-hmm. 3-0, and but that's a deceiving 3-0. and That is a deceiving 3-0. and Like, the Broncos are being 2-0 and right now. Yeah. But And we'll get to them later. But, so, next game... That next major point is Derek Carr goes off against Pittsburgh. 382 passing yards and two touchdowns. So my question is, are the Raiders for real, or is it just a lucky start for them? Beating beating Baltimore in overtime and then beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, though. So is this just a lucky start, or is it just one of those things where it's like, are the Raiders, like, actually good and they're actually here to stay? What do you think? Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see John Gruden do well as a coach again. I think that's a heartwarming moment. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think the Raiders are, are very, they're a very up and, up and down team. I like Derek Carr. I like John Gruden. But I don't know if they're going to be able to keep this pace the whole season. Yeah, and their their week three matchup is against Miami. They should win that. They should win that, but the and two this, is two is out in Miami too. They're on their backup quarterback as well. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Which, to be fair, we've Raiders fans have expected this kind of performance from Derek Carr for six years, pretty much. Yeah, they've expected him to come out and basically do what he's doing. But now I feel like he definitely has the talented wide receivers around him. Like I feel like. Henry Ruggs was a very good pickup for them. Henry Ruggs is stud. He is. And he caught a 61-yard bomb of a touchdown from Derek Carr. So, I don't know. I, 
I would say that the Raiders are going to be competing, and they are. I would say they're a dark horse to make it to the playoffs this year. I don't think they will. I don't think they win their division, but I think no. they're they're yet again a wild card team. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, does Kansas City is Kansas City able to? Is Kansas City able to win that division over the Chargers? And well, here's the thing. Next week, the Chargers play the, the Chiefs. Yeah, so we'll, that's going to be a big. And match. we'll talk about we'll talk about how. L.A. kept it close against Dallas. Yeah. All and the way and honestly, if you take away a couple of those controversial calls during that game, that game could have easily gone either e- way. Easily went either way. Yeah. Easily went either way. So yeah, and that's and we'll get into more of the AFC West conversation because I don't think that I don't think that division's a lock for the Chiefs this year. No, I don't think it I is. I don't think so. I don't but, think so either. I also but think if they if they lose, like if they don't put up the type of season that they've put up the past two years, I think Big Red retires. Really. I think I think it's a bold claim, but I think he's coming on the heels of his career. Who is this? Big Red. Oh, Andy, oh, Reed. Andy Reed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never heard him called that yeah. <laughs> ever. But yeah, I don't know. But if Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, they're still there, I think he'll stick around for a little bit longer. I don't know. That's the thing. It's it's definitely Bring hard. Back to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to tell when a coach will retire compared to like a player. Yeah. You know. But speaking of. I don't know. That's not a good segue, but I would say, who would you? Who's your front runner for MVP? And wow. this is kind of, um, this is kind of tying in because I have my answer. I would say the last two weeks, it's got to be, right? It's got to be. It's got to be Kyler Murray. Yeah, and that's who, Kyler Murray against, against um, Minnesota, was a lot closer than one I thought it was gonna be. I felt like. I feel like oh we have a, we have people in here. Hello. Hold on. We'll be right back in a second. Sorry about that. But so Kyler Murray, I would say right now he's shown that like he can be an electric quarterback and I feel like it's either going to be between right now I would say the the MVP race. I know it's only week 2. It's still really early to look at stuff like this, but Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, and Derek Carr. You could throw Derek Carr in there just yeah. on the performance. Yeah. Is there a running back that you see that's really made? I don't I don't think any running backs are really standing out. No wide right receivers now. standing out. No yeah. no I mean they'd never give it to a defensive player anyway. They have their own award for that. Yeah. Um but no, I would say right now it's it's Kyler Murray, Tom Brady and Derek, Derek Carr. Yeah. But my pick right now is just Kyler Murray. Just if you remember that one play where where he, uh, blitz he, he is made coming. three defenders miss and then stepped step back as one was coming to him mm-hmm. to deliver a dot. Mm-hmm. 77-yard was... touchdown to Rondale. Rondale Moore was a very good pickup for them in uh, the draft. He's from Purdue, and he had a 77-yard, and there was another one where a blitz was coming, and he, he was on his back foot, which normally quarterbacks don't make that throw. Yeah. He was off try, to avoid, making try to avoid making that throw, but he was able to take a step back, throw it up, and Christian Kirk was right there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. But who would you say is more electric for the game itself? Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray? Or Lamar Jackson? You I, would, I, would, I would have to say that they all three have that wow factor to them mm-hmm. that, can, that can just take over a play, take over a game. But I would have to say it's between Lamar or Kyler Murray. And why I'm saying Lamar is just off of that – Prime time performance. He just and came we're gonna off of. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that next. But yeah. But I would say, I would say right now, because like the difference is, is when ESPN 
basically keeps throwing you Patrick Mahomes like crazy throws. Now at this point, you're not like you're amazed. It. Yeah, you're just you're like, oh, he's it. he's gonna do it. But now when you see like Lamar flipping into the end zone, flipping into the end zone. But also, if you watch that specific play, he fit the Chiefs' defensive end doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know whether to follow the running back or follow the quarterback, because he. Like, I, I watched that game, but they didn't run that many read options. So that's why he read the running back instead of Lamar. And Lamar had a walk-in touchdown, yeah. which is why he flipped into the end zone. But So, actually, going on to that game. <laughs> or, the, or the fact that John Harbaugh trusted Lamar enough to yell out, Lamar, do you want to go for this on fourth and down to win the game? And Lamar yelled back, hell yeah. And they, they went for it. Have you seen that clip on ESPN? I did. That's it's, nuts, man. I mean, the fa- well, because I feel like John, how much... How many years have they been together now? I think three. It's three or four. Three or four, something like yeah. that. Yeah, which, first season, Joe Flacco was still there. Yeah. Obviously, Lamar wasn't going to get as many touches until, like, halfway through the year. And then the next year, John Harbaugh completely changed his offense, completely switched it up, and did a more, like, read out, like run, run pass option with him. I like John Harbaugh. Yeah, I think I'm he's a very good coach. I, I, yeah. As a coach, yeah. Like yeah, but the thing is, then... Obviously, he hasn't had that much playoff success. I mean, for, uh, when they were, when they were the number one seed, they lost to Tennessee. Yeah. And then he finally got his first um, playoff win last year against, against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, right? Yeah. And yeah. then they lost to the Kansas Chiefs. City, which yeah, but that's expected. Yeah, exactly. I like mean, you, Kansas they weren't the favorite. But I think I think they make another deep playoff run again this year. I can see it. It just depends on who they'll play in the second round. Like if they're not like a one, two, three, four, they're which I, yeah, yeah, pretty much, but. So, they win. Here's, here's the whole issue with the Ravens' win by one point. If Clyde Edwards-Hilaire does not fumble, it's a different they game. get a field goal. It's a different Kansas game. City at least gets a field goal, yeah. and it's a different game. Plus, to be fair, it's not – and people are saying, well, but, Lamar outplayed Mahomes. No, he didn't. He had, so, Lamar was 239 passing yards, 107 rushing yards, and three, touch, three total touchdowns, rushing and passing. But Mahomes had 343 and three touchdowns. So, and plus Mahomes isn't that much known to be I like think, a running quarterback. I think they're saying Lamar outplayed him just because of his versatile effect. I mean, he had over 100 yards on the, on the ground, yeah. and he had over 200 yards through the, through the air. Yeah, that's, which, that's a damn good game. It is a good game for and him. I'm not tuds, no yeah. picks. Well, no, he threw it. He, he threw he two did, interceptions. Oh, uh, he did. He threw two interceptions in the first, in the first half. Mm. That's, but then again, Taylor two halves. Taylor two halves. But the... the it wasn't like Kansas City was up big and then Baltimore had to catch up. Like, no, it was like one team scored, then the other team scored, other team scored, other team. And it was just back and forth constantly. So I, so far, I think, I forgot what the other Sunday night game was last week. I think it was, oh yeah, it was um, Rams-Bears, which was one side of the entire game. Yeah. But I would say this is, so far, this is the best, like, primetime game Matthew I've seen. Matthew Stafford-Jared Goff trade. Yeah. Matthew Stafford, I mean... He's been balling out. He has and been. And I really think L.A. won that trade. I think so, too. Because now I feel like, and I've said this to a lot of my friends, it's like now people are going to see that Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. He was just on a bad Detroit team for a long time. For a long time. His best receiver in Detroit was And then I think, Megatron. I think they're exposing Jared Goff. Jared Goff had a lot of hype around him, mm-hmm. and he was just... I, was, I mean, to be fair, Jared Goff has been to a Super Bowl, but at the same time, that was because of Todd Sean Gurley. Or Sean McVay. Sean McVay and Todd Gurley. And, and plus the defense, Aaron Donald, yeah. That defense that year was insane. <laughs> exactly. Plus, I mean, if we don't, I didn't write this down in key points, but the Rams beat the uh, Colts, which 
to be fair, Carson Wentz kept it close. But except he got hurt at he the got end. Hurt. He has got two sprained ankles right now. Yeah, so I don't know if, as a Philly fan, how you feel. You're not going to get that first rounder. No, he has to play, uh, like, 80% of the, oh, okay. 80% so, of the game. He can so miss So 17? One. He can miss two. He can miss two. Or, like, two or three. Two, yeah, okay. Something like that. He's got yeah. the majority of the snaps, though. He's got to be in. Yeah. So the last bullet point I want to talk about is the Dallas wins their first game on a field goal. But getting – oh, wait. I actually forgot about that. <laughs> but Arizona wins because the Vikings kicker couldn't make a 34-yard field goal. Yeah. Uh, basically a chip shot. So hmm. – But the thing is is – So if the Vikings end up winning that game, are we still saying that Kyler Murray is an MVP? I don't know. That's the thing. Does I, that field goal completely – Because right, right, right now yeah. I'm going to say Kyler Murray just based on his own performance yeah. right now, which – is it attainable for him? Yes. I think I think it is attainable for him because last year people thought he was going to win MVP, like storm back. But the problem that Arizona is going to have is if they burn out everything now, try to win all these games now, they're going to drop a few games where you're going to be like, they shouldn't have lost this game. Because that's what happened last year. Arizona lost games they shouldn't have, lo- shouldn't have lost. But now Arizona's next matchup is against Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. They should, they should win that. They should win that. They should win that. But I wouldn't be surprised if Trevor Lawrence it's gets his first win. It's sad, though, man, because Trevor Lawrence is not oh, had a too. good... Uh, Trevor Lawrence also has came out really bad. Struggling. 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 And nobody's talking about it. He's apparently supposed to be the next biggest quarterback prospect. But you want to know why they're not talking about Manning. it? What? It's because Mac Jones is playing well, too, and people have always talked about either of them together. And now that Mac Jones is playing better, you see ESPN... You see more ESPN articles, ads about Mac Jones and not Trevor Lawrence now. Right now. As of right now, which... That can obviously change. That's sad, too, because I like the Trevor Lawrence kid. I, feel, yeah, I, feel I, like I don't think he's, he's bad. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, but so... I think I think they screwed him draft, getting him to go to fucking Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. They fucked up with that. Which, the thing is, so, last thing on this week, Dallas beats L.A., but the problem is L.A. kept it really close the yeah. entire game. So, my question here, going back to the Chiefs and that division, are the Chiefs really a lock? To win the AFC West, do no, you think? No, no, no. I think it's definitely still up for grabs between the Chargers and um, the Raiders. I just, I don't think, I don't think Denver wins it. I no, think their, I think their two and zero start is is very a fluke. <laughs> is a fluke. It but is a fluke. I think it's gonna be a close. It's gonna be a close race for sure. Yeah. In that division. I would say yeah. Uh, Denver plays. I don't know who. De- oh, the Jets. Yeah. Denver plays the Jets next week. Vegas plays Miami. And then the Chargers play the Chiefs. So that should be a good game for Justin Herbert. Yeah. If just if if we're really sitting here saying that the Chargers are gonna be competitive, if they go into Kansas City, I believe. Yeah, if they go into Kansas City, beat Kansas City, I think we might be having a different discussion about who might win the AFC West. I think. But I don't know. So that was kind of a wrap up on week two. And you know, you already know I got to sell out a little bit. We got to have ads on this. But after after we – when we come back, we're going to talk about the Patriot the game. Yeah, exactly. I got to secure the bag. I, I'm going to talk about the Patriot game and why I'm very happy after week two. And Bobby's going to talk about the Eagles and kind of what he saw against Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. But we'll be right back. And we are back. So we haven't really talked about our teams yet, but I'll let – I let Bobby go first, talking about the Eagles. Eagles lose seventeen eleven to the Forty ers in Philly. So. That I think okay, 
there's a lot of there's a lot of takeaways from this game. First off, I feel like it could have went either way. It mm-hmm. was a, it was a defensive slug out, and there was some there was major catalyst in that early on in that game that I think decided her fate. I think when Jalen Rager stepped out of bounds on that touchdown, that was a dagger in the heart. And then Quez Watkins, 91-yard reception from our end zone, can't finish. We have, we get five attempts at the end zone from, like, the three-yard line. Can't do anything with it. And then on fourth down, we decide to run Philly Special, where, I mean, yes, Greg Ward was a former quarterback in college, but you know, there's only one option on that play. And that option is to hope that the defense just forgets about Jalen Hurts. And... I, it's just it's just not gonna happen. San Francisco so, played it beautifully, though. San Francisco did play that play beautifully, and um, both of those times. I mean, I think if 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 we get a redo at those, it completely changes that game. That blocked field goal. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen that uh, could have <coughs> either way. I think it is the biggest thing though is the fact that the a young coaching staff and a young quarterback i mean we're going to have these games and it's inevitable but until we work out all the kinks we're just there's going to be some games where it's like damn i mean we had a really good chance we had a really good chance to win that and also uh nick sorani he changed completely changed the play call so if you look at the first week jalen hurts passing yards per um per attempt was like 3.7 or some low number like that and it was one of the worst in the league for game one right Mm -hmm. game two he comes out and he leads the league. He led the league in yards per attempt or some, something like that. And it was like 14.6, 14.7. I mean, he's targeting these receivers downfield, but he just can't make the throws. Numerous times throughout the game, it. I remember one time it was a rollout right, perfect clean pocket. Devontae Smith had a step on the defender. He just underthrew him. That would have been an easy walk-in touchdown. I mean, Jalen Hurts has to work on his pocket accuracy, and I think they have to revert back to some – you got to mix in a lot more RPOs and and um, just easy reads for them, easy throws. It's just, I don't know. I think I think they're trying to advance the playbook a lot quicker than what he's advancing. Jalen Hurts need his time. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll agree with that because watching the game, because how we watch the games um, is we do red zone, and neither of those teams were, like, ever getting into the red zone, yeah. except for that one Jalen Hurts throw that was – Quez Watkins, but then the other one where he stepped out of bounds, yeah, and got the touchdown. I mean, that was still a, a that was a, that was that a was dime. A it was a pretty dime. good throw. It was just, it, I feel like that play right there perfectly describes Jalen Rager's career. Last yeah. year, a lot of potential. I mean, he was just right there. Couldn't really stay healthy. Couldn't. It, I mean, it, it was a lot. And I think, I think if he'd have got that touchdown, that would have been. It would have been such a heartwarming moment for Eagles fans to come out week one with a touchdown, week mm-hmm. two with a touchdown. Exactly. But um, I don't know. I still like the kid. I think Jalen Rager's got a, a lot of upside. I still Absolutely. think we should have picked Justin Jefferson with that pick, <laughs> oh, and course. I'm still mad about that. But yeah. uh, Jalen Rager's going to be a stud. We just got to give him some time. Yeah. And to my final thoughts on the Eagles game, I just this doesn't mean that th- this is the first time in such a while that either – because I'll talk, I'll talk the same too about a young quarterback. Yeah. This is the this is the first time in a while where the Patriots and the Eagles have had a young quarterback starting for them, yeah. pretty much. But no, but it's like obviously there's going to be games like this. Your next uh, Philly's next game is against um, Dallas, Dallas time. on Monday night yeah. in in Philly. I'm pretty sure. No, 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 I think it's in Dallas. Yeah, I'll look it up real quick. But so 
it, now here's the thing. It's yeah, it's in Dallas. So if so, what? So basically, you're saying Nick Sirianni needs to go back to the game plan. What game plan works against Dallas? Do you think? Like, what do you what if you're Nick Sirianni? What are you doing? Like, what are you I trying am, to help Jalen? I'm establishing the run game. We have a two-headed. We have we have a two-headed backfield with Miles Sanders and the rookie we drafted in the third or fourth round, Kenneth uh, Gawell or something like that. Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell, and and so I think it's going to be key for us to get them involved in the game early and open up one-on-one opportunities with DBs and cornerbacks. And I think that if we can main, if we can establish a run game and get our Get our playmakers on one-on-one opportunities. I think we win that game. But if we can't establish a run game and we can't get separation, then it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. And yeah. Because so. our de- I I be honest with you, Dallas does not have a bad. It, and it hurts for me to say this, <laughs> but Dallas doesn't have a bad team this year. Mm-hmm. And Dak did not look bad when he came out there. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge for that Eagles defense. We're really gonna see if Darius Slay and Amante Maddox and some of those other guys can the secondary there, step up can the secondary of the step line. up and really and, and really take their game. Yeah, and to kind of transfer over. So his team lost. My team blew out their blew out the Jets. Not surprising, obviously. But here's here's my I'll say my dilemma when it comes to the Patriots. And Josh McDaniels right now really is the fact that I understand we want to establish the run. I get that. But the problem is I trust, again, I trust Mac Jones' arm. I trust his arm. But at the same time, it's not like we needed Mac Jones' arm in this game. Because Zach Wilson threw four interceptions, two to J.C. Jackson, one to... Um, I forgot. I think it was Adrian Phillips. No, we don't have Adrian Phillips. I I forgot. But and then another one to Devin McCourty. So it's not like Mac Jones needed to come out and sling the ball all the time. And then again, Damian Harris had a crazy twenty-six yard rushing touchdown, where he basically threw off, I think nine defenders. But the thing is, so. Obviously, I would say Damian Harris definitely picked it up from last week. We play the Saints Saints this week in Foxborough, which I, I'm just really concerned because I don't know what Jameis Winston is really going to show up. Are we going to get the Jameis Winston who played great against the Packers? Or is it going to be the Jameis Winston who put up a dud against Carolina? You know, which I think, personally, I think if the defense, if New England's defense comes out and plays the hell they played against Zach Wilson in the Jets pressuring Jameis Winston. He's gonna make the mistakes. Yeah. So that's. I think, I think they should be. They should be New Orleans. They should. They should be New Orleans. And the thing is, right now, offensive rookie of the year, the favorite right now is Mac Jones. Why? No idea. He hasn't shown that he's like done that much, but at the same time, he still has. He almost has four hundred, almost five hundred passing yards in the past two games. I think, or I think it's like 400-something, which is not bad. It's just I, I want Josh McDaniels to use him more. It's just, it's just I don't know. Like, I, I believe in his arm. I think he's, he's going to be a good quarterback. It's just I'm tr- not trying to have another system-style quarterback, you know, because as soon as we get another system quarterback, it's not going to work out. Like, we need to 
because I see a lot of a lot of these um, things in young quarterbacks nowadays where it's like they don't know how to win the game. They're in there just to manage the game. Yeah. Like a perfect example, Tua. Tua yeah. Tagovailoa is a manager. Jimmy Garoppolo is a manager. Jared Goff is a manager. He's not you, a star. You can't, you can't give him the ball with like two minutes left and be like, hey, go win the game. Like I don't want that for Mac Jones. And the way that we're playing right now with just constantly running, like, like slowly progressing, it's not going to work out. It's just, hey, can you fit in the system? Which the Patriots system hasn't failed yet. It has not failed yet. But the thing is, it's because we've had a quarterback named Tom Brady for such a long time who, in two minutes of the game, you can give him the ball and say, hey, go win us a ball game. Yeah. He's only, he only hasn't done that, like, once or twice in his, in his entire – like, from what I've seen in his entire career. Yeah. So I hope Josh McDaniels gives him the play call a little bit more, but that's just, that's just my review on the game. I'm happy with the win. I mean, obviously it's the Jets, so I'm not putting that much into it. But then again, the the AFC East is close right now. Every team's one and one except for the Jets. They're zero and two. So AFC East is close. It is close. So I don't know who's gonna win it right now. Buffalo looked not like I'm not gonna say Buffalo looked terrible week one against Pittsburgh, but you shouldn't lose to Pittsburgh. Shouldn't lose to Pittsburgh. But then again, so moving on, we're gonna talk about uh, we have to end we have to end the segment with this, and then our prediction for Thursday night football. So, we're going to start with the superlatives for week two. Okay. Our, our player of the week this week is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Especially with the bounce back week he had, four touchdowns, no interceptions either. Yep. Comes out yep. on Monday yep. night in Lambeau, absolutely destroyed. So, it I shut, feel like... shuts a lot of haters up. Exactly. <laughs> Including me and Bobby. Including, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Including us. Uh, disappointment of the week, Jameis Winston. Big time. I mean, if you go from 100 and – I forgot how many yards he had, but from five touchdowns to one tu- – to I think – I don't even think he had one touchdown. Did I he? I mean, you have to expect he a drop-off. He had two interceptions. You have to expect a drop-off of – But not against touchdowns. Carolina. But not against Carolina. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't sitting here and saying, like, oh, I expect Jameis Winston to get five touchdowns every game. It's like, you should at least play better against Carolina. Yeah, you teams. should have at least one. Yeah. I would say uh, next one is upset of the week, Tennessee beating Seattle. Because Seattle looked like they controlled that game. And we'll talk a little bit Derek into the fantasy player of the Henry. week. It's Derrick Henry because he, in the first half, all right. First half, I... Nothing. He was nothing, contemplating nothing. trading. So, so I drafted Derrick Henry number one overall in our fantasy league. And the last game put up terrible numbers, didn't do anything. Then the first half of this game doesn't do anything. I'm sitting here watching the game like, man, I think I just messed up. And, and, and he was contemplating trading. explodes in the second half. It makes me realize this is why I drafted Derrick Henry. Exactly. So I would say he's the fantasy player of the week. I would say the surprise player of the week was Sam Darnold. Because, I don't know, it's just you don't really expect Sam Darnold to... You don't expect Sam Darnold with the new start and all this. Like, people thought Sam Darnold was going to be seen ghost again and all that, so... I feel like he's definitely come out and definitely surprised. But leading into Sam Darnold, Thursday night football, and we agree we agree on this that if we get all of our, or if I get all of my predictions correct for my NFL pick'em, then I will give one of my listeners a hundred dollars. So and it starts with Thursday night football. Panthers Texans. Who do you have? Um, Panthers. That's easy money. I I agree with the Panthers, but. You know, but 
Then again, week two. The Texans are on their third string quarterback. Let's be honest. Are. Yeah, they are. Let's be honest. So that concludes week two. And then again, all of this is still early. So us saying Kyler Murray's MVP, I would say he's MVP right now. Right. We have to. So we far, have to wait. So far, Kyler Murray's MVP. Exactly. And if you don't agree with us, you're more than welcome to. Just don't troll and say like, like you guys don't know what you're talking about because I mean we watch the games too. If you don't watch the games, I can't help you. Yeah. You know. But, hey, I'm happy Bobby isn't saying Jalen Hurts MVP anymore. Well, <laughs> the season's still young. Of course, but There's always this, isn't, this isn't Madden, like, connected franchise where you uh, can no, 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 <laughs> score, like, 60 touchdowns with him and all that. But well, there's always a possibility. There is always a possibility, but I don't know. And next week, next week I would say Philly has a challenge. Next week, New England definitely has a challenge. But then again, we'll be back on Friday with our review on Thursday. And then the rest of our picks for the weekend. But other than that, go share. Share this podcast. Like it. Download it. Tell your grandparents. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Tell your brother. You know I got to sell out. The, so The, the pizza need, shop down the street. Yep, go got tell. to deliver your pizza. Let him know. Let the him Chinese know. Chinese lady. <laughs> let her know. Let her know. The one who... <laughs> The, the ones who work in the dry cleaner, hey, if you man. go there. Hey, man, the one at the corner store, all of them. <laughs> or just generally anyone who, who you know is like, oh, yeah, like I like football. So we talk about football every Tuesdays, every Tuesdays and Fridays until the season ends, which won't be till February. But other than that, I'm, I'm Kyle. And I'm Bobby. And we out. <laughs>